Good morning and welcome to our service this morning, which is the 1st of November, which is the Feast of All Saints, and it comes from the Church of All Saints in Burnham Thorpe. After a short uh, introductory piece of music, our service will begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ said, The first commandment is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is the only Lord. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And the second is this, Love your neighbour as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely, looking to Jesus in penitence and faith, and we therefore confess our sins. Most merciful God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we confess that we have sinned in thought and word and deed. We have not loved you with our whole heart, we have not loved our neighbours as ourselves. In your mercy, forgive what we have been, help us to amend what we are, and direct what we shall be, that we may do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with you, our God. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, Heavenly King, Almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, 
We praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. The Collect for All Saints' Day Almighty God, you have knit together your elect in one communion and fellowship in the mystical body of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Grant us grace so to follow your blessed saints in all virtuous and godly living, that we may come to those inexpressible joys that you have prepared for those who truly love you. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen. Our first reading is taken from Revelation chapter 7. After this I looked, and there was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, robed in white, with palm branches in their hands. They cried out in a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who is seated on the throne, and to the Lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne, and around the elders, and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne, and worshipped God, singing, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom, and thanksgiving and honour, and power and might, be to our God for ever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders addressed me, saying, Who are these, robed in white, and where have they come from? I said to him, Sir, you are the one that knows. Then he said to me, These are they who have come out of the great ordeal. They have washed their robes, and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. For this reason, they are before the throne of God, and worship him day and night within his temple. And the one who is seated on the throne will shelter them. They will hunger no more, and thirst no more. The sun will not strike them, nor any scorching heat. For the Lamb at the centre of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to springs of the water of life, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. This is the word of the Lord. Our second reading is from 1 John chapter 3. See what love the Father has given us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now, 
what we will be has not yet been revealed. What we do know is this, when he is revealed, we will be like him, for we will see him as he is. And all who have this hope in him purify themselves, just as he is pure. This is the word of the Lord. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak, and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. This is the Gospel of Christ. May I speak in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, you know, we, the Church of England, have had a hot and a cold relationship with the saints. Article 22 of the Articles of Religion, which you can find in the back of the Book of Common Prayer, says, The Romish doctrine concerning purgatory, pardons, worshipping and adoration, as well of images as of relics, and also invocation of saints is a fond thing vainly invented and grounded upon no warranty of scripture, but rather repugnant to the word of God. Which you may agree is extremely cold indeed. The Catholic Church, on the other hand, has had no doubts about this subject, and venerating the saints has long been an element of their devotions. Following Pusey, Newman and the Oxford movement, Anglicanism changed and, as ever, tried to follow the via media, the middle way, and restored some recognition to the saints, which we can see in modern times. The general argument is that saints are close to God because of their holiness, but are also accessible to man, whose nature they share. There is a feeling that the worshipping community on earth is but an outlying colony at some distance from the true worshippers who we read about in the book of Revelation. There was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne, before the Lamb robed in white, with palm branches in their hands. When I was a schoolboy, the nuns taught me 
seeing God is heaven. And we recognise this as we hear in this passage the adoration which the saints have on seeing God. But it is a far cry from invoking saints' interaction with the living. Yet, this was previously so much the case, that relics were moved from one place to another where it was thought they might do more good. In Anglo-Saxon England, for example, St Oswald was moved from Tynemouth to Gloucester and St Judith from Cornwall to Winchester. Sometimes the demands made on the saintly remains were rather more specific. Otto I, who was fighting in Magdeburg, moved the body of St Maurice, the soldier saint from Burgundy, to be among his troops in the field of battle, where he was certain they would be supported and upheld. More prosaically, but still current, is the thought that we should pray to St Anthony when we lose our car keys. Opinions had ever waded, wavered on this topic. St Augustine himself changed his mind about saints being effective in the present. And he only came to this positive conclusion much later in his life when he made use of the relics of St Stephen. These were brought to Africa to work daily miracles in St Augustine of Hippo's growing congregation. So, there is a range of views. In this church, All Saints Burnham Thorpe, on looking around you will observe the clear Protestant emphasis. There are no images of any sort. We are utterly undistracted from our focus on God, who is the only object of our worship. And this, of course, is very much in line with Article 22. On this festival of All Saints, here in this place, as we hear again those words from Revelation, we consider and reflect upon the examples of the so many faithful servants of God who have gone before us. Servants of all ages, sexes, races and conditions. Yet, whatever their origins, they are there now, before the throne of God, and worship him day and night. Here, surely, is the saintly example on which we might all agree, that above all we are to constantly give thanks and praise to God. Amen. Let us affirm our faith together in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, 
who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we give you thanks for our church, here where we live, for our bishops Graham, Alan and Jonathan. We pray for Jonathan as he prepares for retirement, and for Archdeacon Ian as he assumes some of those responsibilities. We pray for all the clergy along the Norfolk coast, serving these special places. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, as we watch the recent developments in France and the repercussions across the world, we pray for the relations between religious groups, that they will strengthen and that these groups will work together to eradicate hostility and hatred. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father, we pray for the electoral processes in America, that whatever the result, it may be accepted peacefully, that there be no unrest, but a smooth transition or a smooth continuation. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Dear Jesus, who came to heal, draw alongside us now as we seek healing and protection from this infectious plague. Give us your inspiration. Bring us together in our resolve to resist temptations to take unnecessary risks, both for ourselves and for others. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we commend to your love and care those who suffer in mind, body or spirit, and especially those known to us. And in a short moment of quiet, we hold them up to you now. In your goodness and mercy, grant them health of body, soundness of mind, and peace of heart. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for those we love, but who we see no more. And this morning we give you particular thanks for the life of Ray Thomas, uh, who lived a very long time. And we pray for her relatives as they try to cope with the difficulties of attending a funeral at a distance and we thank you Lord for giving her to us. Lord in your mercy hear our prayer. Almighty God who has called us to faith in you grant that we may be encouraged by the example of the saints and that we may run the race before us so that at the last we may obtain eternal joy with you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we join together now in the prayer Jesus taught us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. Uh, so just a notice, please, about uh, next Sunday. Next Sunday is Remembrance Sunday. Um, there will be a service of Holy Communion at uh, St Clement's Overy at 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, and then that will be followed at 10.45 by the annual service of Remembrance, which will be held at St Mary's Westgate. Um, as I said last week, uh, this is a service for which we need to issue tickets in order to be able to assure ourselves of proper social distancing. So if you do need a ticket, uh, please give me a call uh, on my mobile phone now, I think, 07704922984, uh, when I can be able to make a ticket available to you. Um, thank you for that. And I look forward to seeing as many of you there as can come. And so now we come to the blessing. God, who has prepared for us a city with eternal foundations, give you grace to share the inheritance of the saints in glory. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you, be with all those you love, and remain with you always. Amen.